Welcome, you guys, to today's episode of Mindfuck Mondays. For any of you guys who are new here, I go live every single Monday on my Instagram page with this series called Mindfuck Mondays. And my goal with these conversations is to really help you change the way that you think, whether that's by helping to support you through some sort of mental health battle or simply just give you a new perspective or a new set of knowledge around a certain mindset or personal development topic. So I'm so excited to be bringing you guys today's episode, we're going to be chatting all things comparison. And I know that this is probably one of the most common struggles that women face when it comes to your relationship with yourself, your relationship with others, your self-image, your relationship with your business, literally just anything. Comparison is one of the most I think triggering mindset challenges that we all face. So excited to be chatting all about it today, especially for those of you who are listening who are other entrepreneurs and or you have a presence on social media. This conversation about comparison is going to be extremely, extremely helpful for you. This changed everything for me when it comes to my self-image, when it comes to my relationship with others, when it comes to how I show up inside of my business a lot more authentically, a lot more abundantly, a lot more aligned with who I truly am. So today I'm going to be chatting all things, number one, the psychology behind why we compare ourselves to others. Number two, two different types of comparison traps that we often fall victim to. And number three, my opinion, unpopular opinion, I should say, as to why comparison is actually extremely necessary for you on your journey of personal growth and how you can use it in both really positive but also negative ways. So let's dive into things without getting too complicated or overly scientific. I want to get really clear on what is actually going on inside of your brain when you are comparing yourself to someone else. It's practically your brain playing this game of competition, measuring you up against others to make you either feel superior to them or inferior to them. And the part of your brain that's doing this function is called your ego. Um, I know I've talked about ego a lot before. I'm sure if you are listening, you've also heard about your ego many times before. But basically, to truly understand the role of your ego, you know, Ego was demonized a lot in this mindset, personal development culture, but it actually is extremely vital and important role of your personality, of your self-image, of your identity. And its basic job is to create an identity for you based off of a combination of different beliefs that you have about yourself, such as who you are, what traits you do and don't possess things that you are and are not capable of, things that you do and do not deserve. And so throughout your childhood, you unconsciously learn all of these things about yourself. And as your brain is in these developmental stages, you are learning how to navigate the world. You're learning to navigate how to stay safe, how to fit in, how to get your needs met in our culture and society. And so this is the reason that your ego formulates this identity. It forms it as a as a form of self-protection for you. This is quote unquote, who you need to be in order to fit in, in order to be loved, in order to be accepted. And so based off of everything that you learned that you need to be throughout your childhood, throughout your conditioning, in order to receive these needs and this safety of love, of acceptance, 
all of those things, your ego formulates this identity for you and is like, this is who you need to be if you want to be accepted, if you want to be loved, if you want to feel worthy, if you want to be successful, if you want to be pretty, if you want to be beautiful, all of all of that, all of that. And so usually what happens is our ego creates this identity and then we fall victim to what's called ego identification, which is where we begin to identify with our ego. Our ego becomes who we think we truly are. And it starts to become really confusing between, hey, what's my ego talking and what's my true self identity? So some examples of this, if you are someone who identifies with being anxious or being an introvert or being a perfectionist or being an overachiever, all of these labels that you place upon yourself, these are labels of your ego. This is your ego talking. This is your ego putting you in this trap. And so the voice that you're hearing when you're constantly comparing yourself to others is your ego searching for evidence of you either being inferior or superior to the people you're comparing yourself to as a form of protection. You're measuring yourself up against these people you're surrounding yourself with to inform you what parts of yourself are safe here. What parts of me are worthy here, are accepted here, are lovable here versus what parts do I need to hide? What parts need to be hidden because they're not good enough or they are way too vulnerable and they won't be accepted and they'll be judged and certain wounds that I have internally are going to be triggered if I let them come out. And so just think about when and where do you compare yourself the most? Right. And when we think about this, when we think about where we compare ourselves to the most, it's usually in situations where the expectations to be, to act or to look a certain way are the highest or are the most black and white. Either you have this or you look like this or you act this way or you don't and you're bad and you're wrong and you're shunned and you're isolated because of it. Like social media being the best example here, right? Social media is one of the biggest places that we get caught in this trap of comparison. And that's because there's so much expectation. There's so much good versus bad, black and white thinking. There's so much opportunity for judgment. It is such a vulnerable place. For some people, you know, in their friend groups, they feel a lot more vulnerable. For other people, it's when they're with family that they feel most judged and vulnerable. And so they are comparing themselves there. Um, really think about where is it for you? Where do you sense comparison coming up the most for you? And it's probably a situation where the expectations to be and act and look a certain way are the highest or the most black and white. And so the truth is when we dig deeper here, when we dig deeper when it comes to comparison, the more obvious it becomes that whenever you're comparing yourself to someone else, it's really just a projection of your own inner wounding in your inner world from childhood, from what you learned, from times that you didn't feel lovable, that you didn't feel safe, that you felt insecure, that you were judged, right? Comparison is really just a projection of your own inner insecurities. And so the two common types of projections that are the most common when it comes to comparison are jealousy and judgment. And so when you feel inferior to other people, this is typically the most common form of comparison that we talk about, right? You experience emotions of jealousy to that person. 
that they have something that you don't have, right? So we need to get to the root of this emotion of jealousy and we need to truly understand what do I feel like they have that I don't? What part of me do I feel like isn't good enough here? That's when we can really get to the wounding, to the pain and and start to do the healing because we've actually gotten to the root of where this jealousy is coming from, where this comparison is coming from. And so just to give you like a little example for me of something that I've worked on healing, um, something that I used to feel really jealous towards others around uh, was a sense of humor. I am not the most funny person, for lack of a better word. And that's something that I was extremely insecure about for a really, really, really long time. Um, And had a lot of jealousy towards other people who had that witty type of sense of humor that I felt like, you know, they were more accepted, they were more loved, they were more worthy, they got more attention in friend groups or in relationships than I did because of their sense of humor. And that's something that I really envied them towards. And I felt like I lacked. I felt like I wasn't good enough. And so this would either in some situations make me really isolate and become really quiet. Or this would make me like almost put off this like put on this mask and like be fake in order to try to be funny or to seem like I had a sense of humor. And it was just really inauthentic and not me. And almost like I was like trying too hard. Right. And I've learned throughout this, like I've really gotten aware that, hey, sense of humor or my lack thereof (laughs) is something that I've been really insecure about for a super long time. But the more that I'm just myself, the more that I can like take having a sense of humor off of a pedestal and being like, hey, I don't need a sense of humor in order to be loved and worthy and accepted and heal those wounds from my past childhood the more that I'm able to just be myself and I can stop overthinking everything in these social situations. I can stop overthinking every single thing that I say, thinking that it has to be some sort of like witty remark to get attention. Not only that, not only can I show up more authentically as myself and also appreciate what I bring to the table outside of just humor, I can appreciate others for their humor way more right? Instead of feeling jealous towards it and almost feeling like uncomfortable around it. It's no longer a threat to me when someone else is able to show up to the table with an amazing sense of humor. It's actually something I can celebrate and bounce off of and is a beauty that and a gift that I can feel and receive from them, right? And so this has been just a huge game changer for me when it comes to comparison to others, And this leads me to the second form of comparison, which is less recognized than jealousy, and that is judgment. Judgment meaning you are boasting yourself to feel better than or superior to others by judging them. Uh, However, when we get to the root of, hey, whenever you're judging someone else for something that they are, that they do, or that they be, it's really just out of your own insecurity, right? I mean, we've literally been taught this since first grade, since kindergarten, when we learned about bullying or that we were met with bullies, right? Bullies are the most insecure people in the school. So what do they do? They try to put others down in order to put themselves up. And this is what we're still doing when we're judging other people as adults. Even if we're not bullying, we're judging them. We're putting them down in order to put ourselves up, in order to make ourselves feel better. This is our ego doing that. Um, And this is what you're doing when you're judging other people. So to play off my previous example of um, sense of humor, 
something that I struggled with judgment wise was immaturity. Like I would judge other people for their immaturity, like an immature sense of humor, when really it was my own inner insecurity around something that I had been wounded or told in the past that I am too serious. I'm too serious. I'm not funny. I don't have a sense of humor. La da 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 da. All of the, all of the things, and that's something I was really insecure about for a super long period of time. And so, because I had this wound around being too much of a serious person and not having a sense of humor, I was projecting that inner wound onto others by judging them for their immaturity. Right. However, this is something that I needed to heal for myself. I needed to heal the insecurity that I had around being a more serious and intimate person. And now that I'm able to see that part of myself and accept it and integrate it, oh, it's one of my most juiciest gifts that I am more serious. I like to have in-depth, intimate conversations. This is like where I, my sparks lights up and I start to glow is, you know, in those situations. And so, yeah, not only does it allow me to appreciate others way more for who they truly are instead of like placing labels on them and judging them, it's also allowed me to accept myself for who I truly am. And so as you can see, jealousy and judgment or comparison as a whole are really just projections of your own wounding in your own inner world. And they show you the limiting beliefs that you have about certain parts of yourself that you think aren't good enough so you feel jealous and you feel inferior or that you are judging yourself for having so you're projecting that wounding onto other people however as i've showed you today in like my own example using sense of humor slash immaturity is that by noticing where you are comparing yourself to others it's actually a slingshot for your own personal growth. Comparison can actually be one of the best um, launch pads for your own personal growth because it allows you to get really, really curious about these thoughts that you're having about yourself compared to others and decipher between, hey, what's my ego talking right now and what's my true self? What's really underneath of this projection that I'm placing onto someone else? And so I like to think of comparison as a mirror because it reflects back to you where you have some type of pain or wounding or struggle so that you can show up more authentically. So you can use this information to peel back the layers of your ego and work to develop more self-compassion, more unconditional self-love, all of those juicy feelings that we crave towards ourselves, so that we can show up more confidently in our life, in our relationships, in our, in our business. Right, So start using comparison as a mirror onto your own inner world. It's really hard to see these, these pains and these woundings in ourself because usually they're stuck in our unconscious mind. But when we're able to use things in our external world as a mirror back to us, we're able to then start diving into that unconscious mind and doing the healing around these inner challenges and struggles that we are often facing. And so that's why I titled this live turning your compassion, uh, turning your comparison into expansion, because this is one of the best ways that you can practice your personal growth and expansion. Instead of letting comparison paralyze you, use it as a tool to expand yourself. Stop playing victim to comparing yourself to others and sitting in that, not making change, feeling like you're not worthy of it or that you're less than. 
it's not going to continue to plague your self-image, your relationships, and your business if you start to shift comparison from playing victim to using it as a launch pad for your own personal growth and expansion. And so I like to view the role models that I have in my life, the people that I look up to, as actually extremely necessary expanders for me. They're also extremely necessary because your brain quite literally needs proof of concept that whatever you desire, whoever you desire to become, whatever you desire to do and create is possible for you, right? Because whatever goals that you have in your life, the people that you look up to who already have those things are paving the way for you, are showing you that, heck, this is possible for you too. You just have to get outside of your comfort zone and start making the changes to do it. And they provide the safety and the security and the knowing that, hey, it's safe to step outside of my comfort zone and start doing these things. And so they're actually really beneficial to you when you don't play victim to them, when you don't compare yourself to them and you rather use them to expand who you know yourself to become and truly be. So take those people that you are viewing as role models or looking up to Take them off the pedestal. Remember that they don't have anything that you don't have inside of you. They have quite literally just faced the uncomfortable process of stepping outside of their comfort zone and letting go of old things that you haven't quite gotten to yet. And that's okay. Use them as proof that you can do that. All right? So become really, really, really aware of the times that your ego voice starts to compare you in your life, in your business, in your relationships to someone else. Get curious about these thoughts that are coming in your head. Are you are you feeling jealous right now? Are you judging this person right now? What does this say about your own inner world, about your own self-image, about your own pains and wounding? What are the limiting beliefs and emotions that are coming up for you? And how can you let go of them? How can you release the past, release the limiting beliefs, release the negative emotions? This is how you start to use comparison as a mirror to help you evolve, to help you expand instead of remaining victim and sitting in inaction. All right. And that's the number one lesson that I wanted to hit home for you today in this Mindfuck Mondays episode. Thank you all so much for joining. If this resonated with you, please give this a five-star review. Drop in the comments, share it with someone you know needs to hear it. Post it on your social media. Anything that you can do to help this channel grow, I would greatly appreciate. And yeah, thank you all for joining. Hope you have a great rest of your week. Talk to you on Friday.